Hello, beautiful ones. Welcome to or welcome back to the Alchemized Glory Collective. I'm Shanique, the host and curator of the Alchemized Glory podcast. And I just want to thank you so much for tuning in whenever you are hearing this episode. Just know that it is the perfect timing. In this episode, I am continuing our series on what it means to raise the vibration And I've been having a lot of fun on this conversation. You know, we went through talking about MFT and therapy. We talked about our food and how we can intuitively eat or eat more whole food, plant-based diets. If you haven't listened to those two episodes, those are available wherever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you check them out whenever you have time and it feels aligned. But through this space, you know, spring has officially sprung. We are, at least in where I'm at, it's starting to get a little bit warmer. The weather is still very temperamental, but, you know, I give thanks for some of these 65 degree days. So we're really starting to feel the effects of spring. And it's really that sort of in-between time between, you know, the winter and we're just kind of thawing out, getting ready for spring and summer where everything is in full bloom. So there is that sort of liminal space that we experience. And I really just wanted to talk about that because I feel like there's very skilled and refined ways that we can work through that space without getting stuck you know sometimes liminal space can feel a little bit like velcro like you are doing all the things but you know certain things just keep sticking that you that you want to actually get rid of so how do we somatically prepare our bodies for springtime how do we shed the things that no longer resonate with us that is what we're going to be discussing in this week's episode so if that sounds like something that you are interested in definitely stick around and listen until the end if you would like to support the podcast it would mean the world if you could leave a rating in apple Podcasts or spotify that is new in spotify so you can actually rate your favorite podcast so go ahead and leave us a five-star rating also a comment would be beautiful share this community with others friends with your family whoever you think will resonate with this message of just becoming and getting aligned with our true selves so jumping right into the episode what is the liminal space so if you go on the internet right now and you search what is a liminal space, you're going to see these hallways pop up. It's like that long hallway that no one's in, the empty parking garage, the stairs that you don't know where they lead to. Um, But really what the actual phase of life that is a liminal space is just the space between what was and the what is next. And I have been feeling that heavy I won't go into too much detail and bore you with all that information, but essentially the liminal space is a space of sort of you're feeling those changes, but they haven't actually 
manifested or actualized yet in the physical so for me how that is presenting itself is i'm feeling a lot of changes on a cellular level i'm feeling a lot of changes in what i'm interested in i'm feeling a lot of changes career-wise family so there's just all these different changes and these are things that you know I asked for that I wanted to happen. I always want to remind myself that when you say a prayer, be very specific because if you pray that (laughs) you're sick of your job, you don't want to work at your job anymore, the creator will get really creative (laughs) and how things unfold for me is actually comical. You know, like I, I could be thinking, oh, this is like, it this is I'm gonna settle into this for like five years this is the path and then the creator's like you thought that's not that's not what's going on I need you to do something else so that is what that liminal space is and why it can be challenging is it's full of uncertainty you know going back and I was journaling about this a few weeks ago because I wanted to go somewhere else with the topics, but I felt like we had to stop here for a second. What I was thinking is, you know, as we journey into adulthood or whatever that is supposed to look like, you know, you have different ideas planted as seeds in your head of what, you know, your five-year plan is going to look like or what your 10-year plan is going to look like. And, you know, you grow up, doing a certain thing you know for me I was journaling about the fact that I went to the same elementary school from kindergarten to eighth grade so for that span of time I never had to question you know am I gonna know how to navigate the school when I get there every summer I knew where I was going back oh I'm going to miss what's her name's classroom oh that was bet that was right next to the one that I was in last year oh, I'm going to middle school, so now all my classes are going to be in the basement of this school, you know? So I just kind of had that idea. There was a lot of consistency, certainty. And I think as, you know, children, you definitely need that. It creates a level of comfort. You know, some people don't have that, which is totally fine. Again, I'm just speaking from my experience, but that sort of created a level of consistency. And then I was journaling about now I was ready to go to high school. So I ended up going to a school where quite a few people that I went to middle school with. But again, it created a level of consistency. My cousin had gone to that high school. My other cousin was at the high school next door. And then, you know, I had a cousin that was at the school down the street. So I was very comfortable, like navigating how to get home this I always had somebody checking on me at lunch how to open my locker for the first time like these are all things so again there was that level of comfortability that level of consistency that I experienced and then again it was college it was another liminal space where you know what's gonna happen what's next and you know I wasn't trying to go into a whole bunch of debt so I just went to to the state school. So that was another aspect that was really consistent. Again, I had family already there. I had friends that were there already. So again, my liminal space was sort of eased with knowing that, you know, I would be, there would be someone to meet me on the other, on the other end of it. 
fast forward to graduating college again a level of certainty and it was almost like I had planted these levels of certainty into my life subconsciously I don't think it was a conscious thing I think you know things happen as they should things unfold as they should and up until that point it was okay I knew I kind of wanted to do this major so I went that way and then um I had the internship. So then since freshman year, I was an intern at this place. And again, I would go back each summer and then I ended up working there full time. And then for two years going into that place and I was like, you kind of just get a little bit of a reality check and it's humbling and it's aligning because it allows you to see, you know, maybe this is not what. I want to do anymore. Maybe I can have a little bit more autonomy. Maybe I can add a little bit more flavor and play into the situation. So then I left that place um, from for many reasons, but just because it wasn't aligned and then go somewhere else. And then you kind of find somewhere that you like, you're, you're doing well. And then, you know, the rug kind of gets pulled un- out from underneath you. But all of these spaces in my life just reminded me of how powerful of an opportunity that each of those circumstances presented for transformation, for spiritual growth, for evolution. Going through all of those processes, I then came to another realization that all of my energy was in these different time points in life. You know, I was having this conversation with my partner earlier that I didn't have the tools at the time. So I never sat and asked for help with calling all of my energy back. Your aura is very real. Your energy is very real. People, you know, are will say, oh, my energy, like my energy is drained here in this environment or my I feel I feel really alive and you know, in tune in this environment. So you have to track those sensations in your body. And there's different tools that you can use to do that. And that is what I think is the success in a liminal space because a liminal space can sometimes be triggering because you are faced with options. And I saw one of my friends reposted something. I quickly am recalling what it said, but it was like a meme and it's like, Certainty is an illusion. So even though I had the idea or illusion at many points in my life that to a certain extent, I was certain that I would be okay. And that's just a soul knowing. That's just all energy aligning that at the end of the day, I'm going to go into the situation. I'm going to make the best of it and I'm going to be okay. I'm going to come out relatively unscathed, learning a few things, God willing. So that is what propels us forward. And sometimes in a liminal space, you can kind of get stuck or overcome by the uncertainty. You know what I mean? Sometimes it leads to what people call, you know, the dark night of the soul or a spiritual awakening. You know, you go through these situations in life where you have no choice but to wake up. Or you have no choice to surrender to things that you were fearful of. You have no choice but to take a look at your 
habitual patterns. You have no choice to just kind of sit with your own self, sit with your thoughts. And it can be very powerful to really lean into this and understand why you're going through a liminal space and what it is that you want to come out of it on the other end. For me, the worst thing that I could do in a space where I am liminally is bypass some of the emotions and feelings and ideas, thoughts that come up because this is, again, a time that is allowing you to become more of who you are, to figure out what is your true essence? What do you want? How do you want to participate in this thing that we call life? At the end of the day, your body will, again, give you those sensations that you're on the right track, that you're on the wrong track. And a lot of the times where I felt certainty, my body was loudly telling me through stress or anxiety or worry that this was not, although it was certain, although I clearly knew what was to come next, what what, what was going to be the logical next step, sensational, if I was tracking the sensations, I realized that, you know, this is not it. This is not the place for me. When I was in a liminal space and I was tracking those sensations, sitting with myself in meditation or going on walks, in therapy, those sorts of things, this feels aligned. This feels like I can grow and develop here. This space that sometimes feels like the, the long stretch of hallway with, you know, doors that you can open and you don't know where, the, where they'll lead to. This is where you stumble into the creative ideas. This is when you have your back against the wall and then you make that, you know, gut decision that changes um, a aspect of your life you know, and it's, it's super powerful. But again, I want to bring us on a journey through this Raising the Vibration series to talk about the different ways that we can support ourselves through this space. Because I think everything is made easier when you have tools. And, you know, a lot of the times I didn't have the tools. So even though I was going through college let's use that example even though I was in you know college of business I knew I wanted to get an internship at this specific place there was a time where I had I was a science major and I had to transfer into the college of business so that was a liminal point for me like am I going to get in and at that time I actually didn't have tools to deal with it and it led to a lot of um I don't know the correct terminology for it but just trying to you know, overperform and just like stressing myself out when it came to school and creating anxiety and angst and not really knowing how to navigate those spaces. And it showed up a lot in how I prepared for life at that time. And now I would say I am a lot more skillful in the tools that I have. I know that I can sit and I can ground myself. I can call on my grounding cord. I can allow life force energy to help guide my decisions. I can ask for guidance, um, intuitively know how to look for guidance, but track those sensations in my body like this feels right. I know EFT, which is emotional freedom tapping, which it, it allows you to work through challenging situations because 
you know, life is has its moments where it is challenging. We have to be able to skillfully navigate those circumstances. So tapping is one of the modalities that helps us to release trapped information in our body. I really want to talk about different somatic techniques in this next part of the series because I feel like this is what keeps you going and keeps you sane in a liminal space. It's having your meditation practice. Why is that so important? You get to understand what your true voice is. I was having this conversation with someone that, you know, our voices are so muddled. We are constantly singing other people's songs. We are watching shows. We're talking about those shows. We're on social media where we see so many different opinions. So it's hard for us to navigate what our true voice is, learn how to use our voice and use it for good and use it to guide our lives. And we have to learn how to come back into our hearts. Sometimes in those situations where we didn't have the tools to navigate certain challenges in a liminal space, we turned off our heart space. So just looking at our different energy centers in our body and understanding how is that energy center working right now? Is it on or is it off? Um, I did a really beautiful practice in one of my classes in my community that I'm a part of, and it was around sacred poetry and it was talking about what is my heart trying to say and it was just such a moving and beautiful session because we don't often ask ourselves that you know we move through life we're going through the mundane and then every once in a while we find some excitement but you know for the most part life is we create meaning out of it and if we're not following our heart, if we're not in tune with what our heart is, I think I talked about um, maybe three episodes ago, our hearts are literally electromagnetic. It's one of our biggest magnetizers in our body. So how do we understand what our heart sounds like? Understand how to turn it back on, how to know that we're safe to evolve, to grow, to become who we are supposed to be. That is another practice, and but the thing about it is we have to release. We have to come back into our bodies to know it's safe. And there's a lot of different somatic tools that I've picked up along the years that have helped me tremendously in doing that. You know, it wasn't just food. It wasn't just talk therapy. It was yoga. It was meditation. It was sound healing. It was hearing my own voice and it is all of those things it was and it is it's evolving it's becoming and that's why I call it that the liminal space is a space of becoming we can be we have the choice we have the opportunity if we choose it to fully become and integrate all parts of our being so as challenging as it is it is a time where You can pick how you want to show up in that challenge. You know, you don't have to feel like the challenge is greater than you because on a soul level, there are things that we choose. Some challenges are unfortunate and we don't pick them. And there are challenges that we do choose and we are equipped to handle both. And there are things that can help us to navigate and handle both. So I hope that this is a informative and resourceful avenue that we're taking here and definitely give me feedback um, if there are any somatic tools that you have used 
I am down to try. Like, let me know. <laughs> My belief is that we are here to experience Earth and experience Earth in its fullest is the imperfections and the beauty and the harmony and the love and everything that comes with it. So I hope that this resonates. I went a lot of different places here. Just was like, what does my heart want to say? And that was it, honestly. But I'm having a lot of fun navigating this uncertainty. I wake up every day and I'm just like, okay, what's next? Like, what are we doing? What are we about? Like, let's do it. Asking for guidance, though. I'm very well-resourced. As challenging as things might be, you know, I could not do this without being resourced and again like I had mentioned before like it's about calling your energy back that is the part of this whole journey where we want to you know sit and ponder with ourselves about coming back fully to ourselves in this body that we have honoring it loving it supporting it giving it what it needs so that we can journey in grace in embodiment in authenticity to what is next and that's where I'm at. That's where we're headed. So I hope this is helpful. I will probably share some of the things that I'm thinking about talking about. I want to kind of bring different guest facilitators and speakers in to speak on these practices who this is their main expertise. This is their medicine and I hope that will be helpful to hear from different voices and practitioners in this space because all of it is part of the work. Um, so that is all I have for this week. I know a very, very quick and short episode, but we will be back in the next couple of weeks with more juicy information. I hope that you all are well and that you are taking really, really good care of yourselves um, sending so much love to you all. If you'd like to support the podcast, share this with someone who you think might relate to this message. Give us a rating in your podcast provider, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I will speak to you all soon. So much love. Peace.